Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Our buddy J.C. Allen, good enough to hop aboard for a couple minutes with you here today. Uh, J.C., keeping you busy this offseason, huh? Uh, oh, oh, yeah. I mean, and, and at the craziest times, too, right? You know, it's a Sunday night, and I'm getting dinner ready for my family, and Tom just decided he wants to come back. And then, again, another, another night of getting dinner ready for the family, and then Bruce decides he's retiring. And it's like, okay, everyone, stop what you're doing. We need articles up. We need emergency podcasts. We need to get out there. So, you know, and then they've been busy signing, uh, signing some of their own guys back and making a, a few splashes in free agency, a nice trade that netted them a, a, a really solid player at, at guard. So, it's, it's, you knew it was going to be eventful either one way or the other, but you know this <laughs> has exceeded my expectations this offseason. Understood. Uh, let's start from the most recent and work ourselves back. Bruce Arians, I'll say kind of out of nowhere. I know he's uh, a guy of advanced age and many, many, many years in the league, but I had no uh, uh, rumblings or anything that Bruce Arians was thinking about retiring. And sure enough, he does just that, just that this week. Immediate promotion of Todd Bowles as the head coach. Uh, the rumors immediately, of course, start that Tom Brady and his return had something to do with Arians uh, walking away at this stage, or should I say walking to a front office position. Not like he's going out to fish, he's staying with the organization, just not going to be on the sidelines. Out of all of those things, what surprised you the most? Uh, you know, this is exactly how Bruce Arians would have wanted to go out, right? He's, he's such a loyal guy, and he's been such a pioneer in uh, diversity and inclusion um, as far as putting together coaching staffs, going back in you know, his entire career, especially Arizona and now uh, especially here in Tampa. So the fact that he would walk away to set up Todd Bowles with a, with a head coaching job, you know, that doesn't surprise me. But what surprised me was that it happened this year. I, you know, we're, they're talking all in. We're going back. We're making that run for it on the Super Bowl. Brady's back. He's calling everybody up. He's being the GM and recruiting all these, these guys to either stay or come play. And, you know, I figured that we, you know, we would have one more season of covering Bruce Arians as the head coach of the team. So that was definitely surprising. I was not expecting that at all. You know, we've got a message saying, hey, there's going to be some news coming here. And that's not what... That's not what any of us expected, but, um, you know, Bruce Arians is a heck of a coach, and 
he's really taken a hands-off approach with this staff as well. I mean, 2019, he was a little bit more hands-on, but at once Brady came, he's, he's got guys that he trusts, right? Trust, loyalty, respect are those big three pillars on what, she, what she, he coaches upon. And he trusts his guys, and, and Bowles was pretty much doing the entire defensive game plan. Obviously, we know Byron and, and Brady were handling the offensive game plan, and he would come in and make you know adjustments or make recommendations on adjustments. And uh, so his coaching staff is really ready to take on this, and I don't think we'll really skip a beat at all. Um, you know, after Tom, Tom Brady retires, when he retires, if he retires, if he unretires, who knows? It might be a little bit different, but as far as for this year, I, I really don't think there's going to be much of a drop-off. And, you know, you've got to commend the guy for, for, you know, going out, you know, on his version of on top and, and cementing a, a really solid coaching replacement in a guy that he's worked with and, and coached and been around with for the last 40 years. All right. Uh, there are a lot of uh, whispers going on in the uh, football ether, most of them emanating from Boston, that Tom Brady, uh, hopefully he uh, cleaned off the night before he stuck it in Bruce Arians' back. Uh, it's all supposition at this point. Uh, no one can prove anything. Nobody's gotten on the record. At least the way that they behaved in Bruce Arians' parting press conference the other day seems like they're very good, Brady and uh, Arians, uh, but the rumors seem to persist. You're a guy who's around the coach, the team, the, the guys, and the like. You know what the relationships are, were, will be going forward. Anything to Brady having any influence at Arians calling this the time to end his career on the sidelines as the coach of the Bucks? No, I don't think so. Absolutely not. You know, the media's got to write their narratives in. You know, you know, I'm from Boston originally, so those Boston guys, they're, they're, they'll, they'll write about anything, anything to get those clicks. And, and, um, but, no, I mean, you, you talk to the guys around the building, you talk to the coach. Obviously, Tom Brady's there in support of this move. Um, he didn't have to show up. Uh, talking to uh, you know Todd Bowles afterwards, he you know he made it clear he's like I'm I see everything I know where you're sitting I know what's going on in this field what's going on in that I I've never seen in one iota anything that would lead me to believe there was a you know any friction or conflict in between the 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 coach and the player so you know I think this is just media driven uh, you know it, it was really uh, a really lighthearted moment at the end of his. Uh, Bruce Aaron's speech, he goes, he wants to thank all the media nationally and, and tells Florio to write, you know, whatever he wants. <laughs> okay to write whatever he wants. And I, I really enjoy that because the rumors are persisting, right? First of all, Brady's not, he's, he's retired. Now he's unretiring, but he's going to San Francisco. Now, you know, he's going to be an owner in Miami. Now he's going to play to Miami and he's bringing Chris Godwin with it. So, you know, it's a, it's a season, you know, this offseason, there's some, some slow parts and you got to find stuff to write about and I really just think this is all blown out of proportion. The, the relationship they have, I mean, Bruce is saying he, he's bugging Brady to get him on the golf course, you know. So uh, I, I don't think there's anything to that. Now, of course, there are going to be some times where, you know, you're mad at your boss. You know, I think we all feel that in our general life that we're like, man, you know, there's a work I'm putting in and this guy's not going to give me credit or, you know, he's going to cuss me out or, and I, I feel, you know, that's probably happened. But we're not talking about Tom Brady who coached for, you know, this, players coach his whole career and had this you know you know hard a for uh, a coach in bruce and he played for bill belichick you know True. and bill has gone on we've heard it on record saying that you know he'll call brady out to make sure everyone knows that brady's not um you know above anybody else and bruce is going to do the same thing he's going to call everybody out so could there have been friction that way you know 
Yeah, but it's not something that lingers. It's something, all right, he called me out, you know, I'm PO'd about it, and then I move on. So I don't think there's anything to these rumors, and that's just what they are, are rumors. J.C. Allen of the Pewter Report, I guess, here on CBS Sports Radio. Um, of those rumors that have now kind of passed by, some have gone under the bridge, uh, the Brady coming back to go to San Francisco or Miami, as you mentioned, any of them have any steam? Was that just creation of narrative, or do you think there were actually conversations along those lines? We know it didn't happen. It's not going to happen. But which of those do you think at least had some merit to be floating out there in ether? You know, I don't know if any of them had merit for this season. Now, next season's a totally different game. Now, you know, we don't know if they're going to do a restructure, if a restructure will, you know, add an extension on there for a year. But for the most, Brady's a free agent next season. And we heard Bruce Arians at the Combine saying, if someone wants him, it's going to cost him five first-round picks. So <laughs> I don't think anyone's going to trade five first-round picks for a year, Brady, even if you do what means you do win a Super Bowl. But, um, you know, also, at his age, I mean, he's going to be 45 in August. Do you really want to go, you know, you've been in Florida for two years now. Do you want to move your family across country to California? Yeah, you're closer to your parents, but now you have to learn a whole new system, et cetera, et cetera. Well, he's capable of doing that. I don't know if that's what you want to do if you're going to come back for one more year. Miami, you know, you're only moving down to Miami. And, and those rumors started in part because him and Giselle bought some land down there and are building a mansion that they're probably going to retire to. So, I, you know, I get those rumors starting. And, you know, could it be a possibility next year? Entirely. You know, who knows what he's going to do next year if he plays next year. Like, that's the big, if he plays next year, he's a free agent. Could he go to there? Maybe. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he stays in Tampa. Who knows? Um, but as far as this season, I, I, don't, I don't get it. And, and those rumors came out prior to him unretiring as a football player, saying maybe he was going to get involved in ownership. And, you know, I guess one of the co-owners of that, um, you know, that is in line to take over, uh, after Stephen Ross either you know steps down, passes away, or whatever, is really close to Brady. So those rumors gained. That's what those rumors gained steam. The him purchasing land down there, and uh, you know it, it's a possibility. But this season he's all in with the Bucks. He's not going to call these guys, recruit them back. And if you look at some of the contracts they gave out too, they're all three-year deals. Three-year deal to Dave Carlton Davis. They're they're all um, their top ten cornerback uh, Ryan Jensen, their Pro Bowl center. Uh, Chris Godwin, three-year deal. So all these guys, Russell Gates, three-year deal. So, you know, all these guys are lined up with three-year deals. And, of course, it depends on how long Brady wants to play. But if he wants to play two or three years, we know that he's got his guys in spot, in, in place. So we'll, we'll see what happens next year if he's a free agent, if they don't come to an extension or uh, on a restructure with his contract. Maybe it's just me, but I think it's humorous that uh, we're talking about next year and or the year after. About a guy who basically <laughs> retired and walked away. But let's talk about two more years down the road. That right, just I mean, is, exactly. That's funny. I'm sorry. Uh, all right, Todd Bowles taking over. I'm a Jet guy. I watched Todd Bowles as the head coach of the Jets, and their roster wasn't great. But he did, let me think, uh, nothing to impress me or make me think that, damn, this guy's a good head coach. They just haven't given him enough weapons and the like. No, Bruce Arians loves him. Uh, no, some of his fellows coach loves him. Maybe even some of his players love him. Why do we believe that uh, there is not going to be a drop-off with Todd Bowles taking over for Bruce Arians? I just think the system's in place. And don't, don't get me wrong, he's going to change that and tweak that to reflect his coaching style. But if you look at what he did with the Jets, you, you mentioned it, first of all, that roster. The first year wasn't bad. It went 10-6 and six with that roster. Um, Ryan Fitzmagic was your quarterback. You got Brandon Marshall and Eric Decker out there. The defense had some really good names on there with Muhammad Wilkerson and, and Sheldon Richardson and those guys. Um, Daryl Revis, his 
you know, his last hurrah had six interceptions that year. So, no, that, that next year, though, the, <laughs> the roster kind of fell off, and it wasn't that great. I mean, you look at some of the quarterbacks he had there, Geno Smith, um, uh, Bryce, uh, tip of my tongue, I forget the guy's last name, but that's, that's exactly proving my point. Petty. Man, forgettable. The, yes, you talk about Bryce, Bryce Petty. Petty. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, he, I mean, he did not have a very strong roster. And he pretty much talked about it, you know, with the media this, this past week when he was introduced that, you know, one of the things that he failed at and he feels like he failed at is, um, you know, when you go into the, to the role, you know what to do, but you, you've never done it. So you, once, you, once you get to it, it's a completely different animal. And, you know, you he said talked about plugging his finger in one hole and another hole, and now, you know, he's only got 10 fingers in his 50 holes, and, you know, he can't solve everything by himself. I think the general manager and, and the organization as a whole, as you know, the Jets isn't necessarily the most stable organization. Um, and then, you know, just figuring out – what cap to wear at what time is another thing he talked about. You know, what hat do I wear with this? What hat do I wear with the players? What hat? So I think it was a, just a very big learning experience with a, with a very untalented roster and, you know, uh, a frantic organization who hasn't really been able to get their, their wheels on the ground for quite some time, some time now. And the way that this, this offense and this defense and this system is set up here in Tampa, it's kind of going to be a seamless change. You know, you're, gonna, you're not going to, you know, Butt your head in with, with Tom and Byron. That offense is pretty much going to run itself. Now you'll have some things and some tweaks, you know, and obviously the head coach. So, you know, going forward on fourth down, uh, certain situations, short, short, and, uh, short situations, long situations, you'll be able to put your input in and, 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 you know, have that there. But on the defensive side, you're not skipping a beat. It's every, everything's going to be there. You, you're promoted from within. So, um, I think he set up for success for this season. Again, it all depends on what happens with Tom Brady. Because next season, you're looking at okay, who's the quarterback? And again, you know, his first year he had Ryan Fitzpatrick, who isn't amazing, but was stable enough to get them to a ten and six record into the playoffs. But then you're looking at the following season. You know, who do you have at quarterback? Is it Kyle Trask? Is it uh, a, a drafted rookie? Is it you know making a tr- is Kyler Murray on the market? Is is it Baker Mayfield, you know, so that's the question mark there, right? Who's going to be the quarterback and how long is it sustainable? But this year, I think, is going to be um, really little drop-off, if any, from what Bruce would provide to what uh, Todd is going to provide. My read on uh, Todd Bowles, good dude, great defensive coordinator, head coach, very much to be determined. We'll find out over the yeah. year. All right, let's uh, jump onto the field for a couple seconds. You mentioned all the maneuverings that needed to be done because so many guys were free agents on this team. The Brady step away, the Brady comeback, it certainly has had influence. Measuring the roster from the day they lost to the Rams to where they sit today. Close, better, worse. How would you ferret it out with those who have been resigned, the couple of additions and the deal that you talked about, but also the guys who have gone elsewhere, and some, like Gronk and JPP and Sue and McClendon, still sitting out there. Where is the roster at, in your opinion, comparing how's the season ended to where they sit today? Oh, I think it's better, for sure. I mean, if you look at it, yeah, you lost some pieces. I mean, left guard, Ali Marpet is a player you're not going to be able to replace no matter what you do. He was a very underrated guy got his first Pro Bowl this year, but probably should have been, you know, in three or four more. That's how good he was at right guard. You know, you you lost Alex Kappa, but the trade, the wizardry Jason Light pulled off in trading a fifth, just a fifth round pick for Shaq Mason, who's one of the top five guards in the league, 
over there over his career is just I don't, I don't know how he did it, and he's cheaper than Alex Kappa as well. So that was great. You, you you not only plugged that hole, but you improved it. Obviously, re-signing Jensen was key, and once you knew Brady was back, that was important. Um, so you you got a big hole at left guard, but they really like some of the in-house competition they have. Uh, they could also look at the draft. The like Zion Johnson from Boston College has been mocked to them a plenty because he would be a plug-and-play starter for the next ten years. Uh, if you look at okay, you know, let's just pretend that Rob Gronkowski decides he's coming back. He's not going to play for any other team. Supposedly he's fifty-fifty right now. I expect him to be back in the fold. So you know, you, you've got Gronk back. You replaced Antonio Brown with Russell Gage, who isn't going to run off the field and take his shirt off on you and probably get suspended <laughs> for a fake back card. So, I mean, I think that's a pretty good spot. Plus, he's got inside-outside versatility as well. The defensive side, you know, um, Sue is campaigning actively to come back. <laughs> he's we put out three or four tweets already saying, hey, bring me back. You guys look like one, you're one player short on defense. So, I, I think he'll probably be back in the fold either right before or right after the draft, depending on, you know, contractual terms. Sue's a businessman. He's going to do his business. So, um, you know, I think the biggest hole you're looking at right now on the, on the roster is probably strong safety with Jordan Whitehead left to go to your jet. Right. Um, so he's going to be a great player. Enjoy him. But, you know, uh, they brought in Logan Ryan from the Giants, who's more of a free safeties nickel corner type guy. So they really don't have that strong safety spot filled. While you could, you know, move Antoine Winfield over and let him play close to the line a little bit, you know, he's ascending, quickly ascending to become one of the top free safeties in the league, made the Pro Bowl this year, and I think that trajectory is going to keep going higher. So do you want to move him out of position? I don't know. So I'm looking at the roster with JPP, torn rotator cuff. He's not going to be ready until training camp, at least the very latest. So there's no rush to sign him if he wants to come back. And then it's on him. Does he want to come back? Can he take a back seat to their first-round pick that they drafted last year in Joe Trinchalinka, who's ready to take a big step? He looked really good in, in JPP's absence when he was shut down for the final few games of the season uh, as you know, health precaution. And I think they really want to see what this guy can do in JTS, Joe Trinchalinka. So, you know, it, is it like a priority to bring him back as well? So, I mean, I don't really know, you know, about JPP coming back. So if you look at the roster as a whole, yeah, they've got some they've got some spots. You know, they've got left guard. You know, you know you're going to downgrade from that strong safety. Even if you grab a Lewis Dean in the draft in the first round, you know he's not a seasoned NFL guy, and it might be a sm- slight step back until he gets his NFL feet under him. Although Antoine Winfield never missed the beat starting first game, so maybe you come in like that. But I think the roster as a whole is probably a little bit better, um, a little bit more stable. Um, and you just got to, obviously it comes down to injuries, right? That's what their Achilles heel was last year. The 2020 season when they won the Super Bowl, they were one of the least injured teams. Um, so you, you brought some good depth. You've got some, you know, great layers of protection at, at offensive line, at wide receiver, at cornerback now. So now it just translates to, to playing on the field and staying healthy. Maybe they need to do some more of that TB12 and get some pliability <laughs> there so there's no soft tissue to in, injuries. I don't know. All right, we're going full circle. My final question is this, maybe most importantly. If Arians was telling us the truth, that is uh, retirement press conference the other day, when he goes out on the golf course with Brady, will the amount of the skins be going up that he might not have wanted to take money from Brady when Brady was his quarterback, but now he's just some executive in the front office, will they be upping the amount they're playing for when they get out on the golf course this offseason? <laughs> I, I, I definitely believe that. So, I, and I think there will probably be quite a few more crown royals uh, thrown back on Bruce's side, not having to worry about prepping for uh, 
draft and, and coaching things. So, uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's funny. He was already, you know, Todd Bowles, you know, and Jason Light talked about Todd Bowles doesn't drink, but Jason Light was, was like, you know, this role just means he's probably going to pull me out and try to get some drinks more often. And, and as Bruce Arians told uh, Peter King, you know, in the announcement of that article, he was, he said, you know, the good thing is I don't need to watch how many crowns I have on Saturday night. So, uh, you know, that definitely, they'll probably need a designated golf, golf cart driver, but yeah, I definitely think they'll up the ante there a little bit uh, now that he's not his head coach and can kind of take a little bit more of Brady's money. If you want, we'll see. He just went back to Atlanta to go do some golfing before the draft here. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. And knowing J.C. Allen, he would volunteer to be that designated golf court, oh, dri- yeah. golf court driver because he could pick up some damn good information out there on the 18 <laughs> with those two guys. J.C., thanks for sharing that information with us here today. Always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you. We'll uh, talk again soon enough. Absolutely. Always a pleasure coming on here talking to you guys. And uh, have a good one. Stay safe. You got it. J.C. Allen uh, for the Pewter Report to Bucks fans, giving you all the backstory to what's gone down in Tampa. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.